Awake in the Dream Radio with Laura Eisenhower and Dr. Dream. Raising your frequency and expanding your consciousness one guest at a time. Welcome to Awake in the Dream Radio. I am your co-host, Laura Magdalene Eisenhower, and with me is my fabulous co-host and my wonderful partner, Dr. Dream. Hello, everyone. Hey, Dr. Dream. How you doing? I am doing exceptionally well. Now, oh, part awesome. of that is <laughs> just coming out of this crazy amazing energetic time and now into another crazy amazing energetic time and so i'm feeling like maybe i have just a little breather in between the experience how about you laura how are you yeah oh gosh i mean it is one incredible intense uh experience after another whether it's energetic or just you know in our experiences or the things that we do but i have to say we're just in a very um amazing uh time right now with this eclipse tomorrow and um you must i mean we're both really feeling the energies what 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 are your thoughts about it (laughs) well i mean take us into this laura here's here's the thing i know we're coming out of um mercury retrograde thank goodness (laughs) so i mean we may not have any technical difficulties tonight oh probably shouldn't have said that anyway so um Talk to us, begin just there, that we're, we're coming out of Mercury retrograde, and then tell us what we're, <laughs> what we're headed into. Well, tomorrow morning at about 6.47 Pacific time, 9.47 Eastern, uh, the um, eclipse will be taking place, and it's in a tight conjunction to the dark moon Lilith, um, also in conjunction with Jupiter, which really expands this consciousness, which is, you know, the divine feminine, the goddess energy, uh, she's a strong aspect of this, a really important role, especially right now before, um, I mean, we're at the tail end of 2012, so it's just a really important and potent time to get in touch with this force and really just, you know, pay attention tomorrow and breathe into it. Um, that, that's a huge thing. Also, some major conjunctions, Mars and Pluto conjunct in Capricorn and Saturn and Venus in Scorpio. Um, I mean, I could go on about the aspects, and then those are uh, in a positive aspect to Uranus and Aries, which always shakes things up. So here we're dealing with major kundalini, major power forces, love, commitment, you know, whether that's to a goal or one's mission or to a partner or to the self. These are all showing up big time tomorrow. Um, And, of course, with the positive aspect to Uranus, things will be shaken up in a good way. So expect some um, intensities, but uh, also some powerful grounding and uh, clarity, and just, you know, just really just powerful, powerful stuff, stepping into our truth and overcoming a lot of patriarchal old energies of the old paradigm. Well, now, let me ask you, Laura, um, so we've got a, a heck of a lot going on tomorrow. Give us an idea of, I, I mean, I know you just kind of mentioned it briefly, but but what can we really do and what's the best focus to hold? How can we make the best use of these energies and you know i mean because here we are this is this is big stuff right before the the 21st of december well i think you know just 
being as grounded as possible, um, really devoting ourselves to creating harmony in our relationships, you know, really working on purging some of the old belief systems and the old programmings and energies because they're going to want to be coming to the surface like splinters, you know, ready to just leave. And we don't want to fight this process. We want to be adaptable, flexible, really breathe into it and and be comfortable. I I don't know if the word's comfortable, but be open to what's (laughs) showing up without judgment, without resistance, without, you know, just kind of a rigid mindset that likes to hang on to the old, that, you know, just is closed off to the things that are coming in because, it might feel, you know, it might bring up some fears. It might be kind of uncomfortable. Um, but to just pay attention because this process is important. It's, a, it's an inner initiation. It just has to do with an intense growth that um, really is an incredible opportunity. And, and the danger would be, uh, these are things to watch out for, not, you know, seeking escapism, um, drugs and alcohol, or just, you know, television and things that are going to distract it's very important not to distract ourselves and to really pay attention because it's almost like the universal, you know, the cosmic forces right now are helping so much in, in doing inner deep soul work that uh, it doesn't take a whole lot to have success in this arena. We just need to allow ourselves to embrace it. Um, it's kind of like as powerful as showing up to get a galactivation. <laughs> I mean, the, the cosmic forces are just really at play to assist us. We, just, we we need to just be present and really breathe into it and really be in the now and, you know, really let it serve us. I guess is the best thing I can say. Oh, I love it. Now, here's what I want to ask. Um, obviously, we're, we're kind of singing to the choir on this show. Um, and so we've got, you know, we, we attract um, people that are really awake and, and ready to become more awake and more conscious. How do these energies play out with those people in our lives that are still um, in that slumber that they've become so used to? You know, the people that just aren't going to get what's going on. What will be showing up for them, you know, in just in that slumber state? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, in the slumber state, even though they might be asleep, they still have ego, wants, and desires. So there might, you know, be some out-of-control energies, maybe even violence and anger and lashing out and, you know, really wanting to stay in that ego consciousness because, you know, here we are with the conjunction of Mars and Pluto. And if we lean too much to the side of Mars, that power can, you know, make us aggressive and make us very demanding and, and just not wanting to embrace the depths of Pluto that wants to, plunge us into our soul energy, the underworld that we're restoring to the mother womb, you know, inside of ourselves, connecting us to the deep regenerative power of Mother Earth. Um, so those that are kind of sleepers might just be hanging on to ego and sort of avoiding this, this deeper process. And instead of getting into this deeper process, that Pluto energy is going to fuel Mars and fuel the ego. That's why there's a tendency towards violence. Um, one might also find that if they're seeking, you know, clarity and, and more of a, a wake journey and, and are open to these type of things, it might really be inspiring. It might just really help one to overcome some of the limitations of ego. So, you know, for those that are super, super unconscious, they might just plug in more and more to the matrix that is going to want to distract us during a time like this. So we might see an event happen this week in the news that will just sort of pull our attention away from this inner journey to kind of put our minds into what's happening in the world and stirring up, you know, our anger about that, um, you know, th- th- that's definitely possible. 
but I, I think the big thing to look out for for people who are unconscious is violence, anger, um, ego, wants, and desires. And for people that, you know, I guess they wouldn't know if they're unconscious, so I can't really say, hey, guys, if you're asleep. Um, but for anybody that does notice these symptoms, you know, and you start to feel just aggressive and just pissed off and you, you just lash out and feel like hurting others, you know, take a deep breath and really let that energy pull you into a transformation, into an alchemical process where the ego is getting into alignment with the higher self and one is really working on bringing all of their aspects into wholeness. Um, it's challenging if you don't really understand these type of energies, but this is a little bit of a heads up if you start to feel it. Um, you know, give yourself some time and space to uh, really move into the depths rather than the reaction and the, um, yeah, the, the reaction and the outlashes and lashings out and the temper tantrums. This is, this is great stuff, Lauren. What I, what I particularly like about these conversations that um, I have with you all the time but that we're now including in the broadcast is that it assists us to know what the possibilities of, you know, what could show up for us from people that aren't really conscious because, you know, no matter how you slice it, dice it, do whatever, you know, we're there, there's a lot of people falling in different parts of the spectrum, shall we say right now. And so, um, I think it's just good and to know what those warning signs are, what the possible pitfalls are, so we can even help people, um, you know, more directly. And so um, I really appreciate uh, your wonderful information on all this this evening. Well, thank you so much. And just, yeah, let's all just, you know, really have compassion um, for others that might be struggling through this. So I'm so glad you said that. And, uh, yeah, thank you. I mean, I'm I'm ready to to run into the next room and give you a hug right now. But anyway, I'm not going to do that right now because tonight, 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 we have a really wonderful guest. I know I say that every week only because it's true, but tonight is Dr. Joan Hangarter. And she is, Dr. Joan is, is amazing. From the moment that you and I met her um, in Santa Clara at a conference, what was it, a couple months ago or something? Yeah, August. We just do right right away. This is this is just a good person. You just feel her her heart energy. Um she's a visionary, a mystic, a psychic intuitive consultant, healer, author, speaker, and she's dedicated her life to learning the art of manifesting miracles and living your dreams. So She's a natural for uh, our show, Awaken the Dream. She's renowned as a healer and an intuitive consultant and has helped people throughout the world clarify and remember their purpose. And now, more than ever, this is such a key aspect of, of, of you know, what's going on out there. And when you work with Dr. Joan, you find that, her, that, that your vision's clear, obstacles dissolve, and you have a renewed courage and optimism to to hear your own callings and she's just really amazing she's the founder of the miracle makers club and baja paranormal and it is absolutely my honor and pleasure to introduce to all of you dr joan are you with us dr joan I am, and it's just wonderful to be on the show. It's so wonderful to connect with you, and I just want to share with you that the reason you connected to me is because your hearts are so open 
that I just like fell in love with you guys from the very beginning. Aw. And it's so true. <laughs> we really did all feel that um together and, and I've had the opportunity I mean we've had some phone calls since we first met in Santa Clara and I got to see you at the Conscious Life Expo. Um it's just been a real treat and um a real treat to have you here with us tonight. I'm happy to be on the show. This is great. So I want to uh, start off with finding about uh, a little bit more about your background. I mean, I know I've, I've met you, but the listeners um, just don't know you. And I'd love to find out how your path started um, and how you got into this field of being this, this shamanistic miracle maker, miracle worker. What, what, what first led you into this path? Well, from the time I was very young, I've always been interested in helping people. It, it's always been my calling. I could hear people's pain. So at the age of 30, I became a chiropractor. I started my chiropractic office, and I started out as a healer and would find that my hands would just magically go to wherever people hurt. And and when I would work with them, I would find that there was always emotions and feelings that were associated to where their pains were. And so I think that in, in, in addition to chiropractic, I, I guess I was also a, a counselor. I had a, a degree in, in counseling. I was a marriage and family counselor as well. So I just dedicated my life to helping people. And when I was injured and I've left chiropractic or I've added to my healing background the intuitive work that I do. And I would say about 10 years ago, I, I just stepped into a journey of how how can miracles happen? How can we transform our life? How can we create what we want? And I, I went inside and I I listened to what the visions of who I was, my destiny was, and paid attention, and, and I started to hear the messages, like almost like getting an owner's guide to my own life. Oh, sweet. That's and now, perfect. That's... <laughs> well, it, it, yes, it, it was that simple, yes. <laughs> I love simple. it. I've always said, "Where's, where's, where's the, uh, where's the owner's manual?" <laughs> well, that happened, and and I was desperate. I was, I was a very successful chiropractor. I was one of the top chiro- female chiropractors in the country, and I was injured, and I couldn't practice anymore. And in a turn of events, I ended up losing everything. My kids and I were homeless, and I knew we were just desperate. And I prayed, and I, I had seen this vision that I was here to heal and inspire people. But here I was, we had lost everything. So my kids, who were just beautiful, they were 8 and 10. You know, I was a single mom like you, Laura. So you know how frightening that can be sometimes. And and we sat down, and my my daughter said, well, Mom, we need a miracle. And we held hands. And for anyone out there who's really desperate, this was so powerful. My kids and I, we sat there, we held hands. My daughter started chanting, Om. And before you know it, we had created this vibration of hope. You know, we had turned from feeling miserable and unhappy to hope, to a higher level of of vibration, to expectation. And every night we started to meet, and my daughter and my son decided we'd be called the Miracle Makers Club. And they they were so powerful, Laura. I want to do this with your kids. This was so perfect. Every day we would sit down and talk about who we wanted to meet and how we wanted to live and what we would do. And I'm telling you from that, not only did we manifest miracles, but my 10-year-old said at the time, she said, Mom, when we manifest miracles, because kids believe their parents can do everything, she said, can we go around the world 
and help other families and other kids so they don't have to suffer like we did. So <gasps> Wow. Gosh. Yes, take a deep breath. And that was so powerful, and I have. We have done that with other families sometimes, that it's just really powerful to, to remember that even you two are a team. You're here together for a purpose. It's it's the Laura and Dr. Dream team here. And the purpose that you're here serves everyone who comes in contact with you. And and the unit I had with my, my kids, the three of us, the Miracle Makers Club, we were there to not just learn how to shift our own lives, but then the vision of how we can help others. And families can have that vision, and businesses can have that vision, and lovers can have that vision. That That's what, what it's about. And then you can create and launch these miracles together in the dreams that you have. Oh, I just, I love this story. Tell us, Dr. Joan, how old are your kids now? God, my my son's going to be 21 in February, and my daughter's going to be 23. So they're older, you know, and um, they're they're older. I've always had this dream that one day my daughter would really work with me. She's very involved in helping people. That's her life's work. She wants to work for nonprofits and be engaged in helping people achieve peace and harmony. And, And it's really interesting to see how my kids evolve from it. But we've been we've been dealing with miracles from from the time they were very young. So share with us, Dr. Jones, some of um I mean how this worked. It it's a very compelling story to go from um chiropractic doctoring to being homeless to being then back on top of your game, particularly with with the two children. So talk to us a little bit about what it took because that's that that really becomes the entire foundation um for what you put together so i i just want to explore some more of that energy that is that that solidness well you know dr dream because you understand that we create the dream so we create the vision from within of that which we want to live and so when my kids and i have done that we have created those visions and put them into into manifestation. It doesn't doesn't mean our lives are perfect. It doesn't mean that every day is a is a miracle. But when we when we use this faith, confidence, and belief, so so let's let's just do an example. So many people out there are struggling right now. It's an exciting time. The energy is high, but nevertheless, there's other things when you look over your shoulder. It's disconcerting to everyone. So. The way to handle that is to really have a vision of what it is that you want, what you need, what's going to launch you forward, and then to to match it, to kind of create it in the astral. And that's what I really learned with my children. When we created it on the psychic levels, on the astral level, we were then able to bring it down and manifest it into the physical level. And And having faith, confidence, and belief, faith that each and every one of us has the ability to launch miracles in our life. It's our destiny to have, I don't care what's happening in the world today, it is still our destiny and as a people we can we can launch these dreams, we can manifest them, we can hold the thought of harmony tomorrow and peace and that the vibration tomorrow is higher than it's ever been on the planet. And if we personally hold those thoughts, we can actually launch miracles even tomorrow on a on a more turbulent day. Right. Hmm. So what what are your thoughts about, you know, if you, you, you know 
somebody in your life is struggling and they don't really have the tools or the understanding about how to create miracles for themselves, what are your thoughts about uh, we as individuals being able to create miracles for others that might be unconscious to knowing how to do this? Is, is, what are your thoughts on that? Well, this is really interesting because while you were doing your beginning talk about the energies and out there, I was realizing several things. We can always engage and talk with the angels and the angelic beings around the people we love and care about. We are allowed to do that with their permission. So I find that when I'm really, that, that help, ask for divine guidance for my friends and loved ones, putting divine protection around them really does work. And then to see them with the most perfect outcome. And in discussions, I always like to talk about the big picture. What did you come here for? How does this fit in? You know, how does this relate to what you're really here to do? And how how does the challenge of this make you stronger so that you embrace the challenge and learn to love it? Whether, whatever it is, whether it's your cancer, your disease, your your challenging life, your loss of a job, you have to embrace it first and you go, what was the purpose of this? What am I learning from this? What did I what did I come in this lifetime to learn that this is really manifesting with that? And I've had to do that my entire life, even now. I constantly am looking to say what's the big picture? Why have I created this? What's the lessons? How am I gonna raise above this? Right. I love that, Doctor Joan, because yeah. it it just puts us in the role of being responsible for our experience and not pushing away any of our experience. We talk about this a lot in our Galactivations, how everything that's happened in our entire lives leading up to this moment has prepared us for this moment. And so it takes the judgment of the good, the bad, the ugly out of it. But it's it's really important. So I, I love that that's, uh, that that's part of the process. Take us into a little bit um, more of the, the mechanics. Now, you have a book out. Tell us. Tell us about the book and, and when it came out um, and the response from it and kind of what people will find in the book, I guess. Well, the book itself, and, and I'm starting to work on a new one. It's coming. But this book is a story of how the kids and I lost everything and how we formed the Miracle Makers Club. And, the re- and I go into a lot of the positive miracles that happened as a result of the Miracle Makers Club, one of them being that we ended up finding our perfect home that we had envisioned, you know, with the pool and the basketball court and launching the Miracle Makers Club. In the book, you'll get the story of how, you'll get my story, but you'll also then get really concrete tools. Each chapter is dedicated to to actually concrete tools of how you can raise your vibration, you could attract um, miracles into your life, you can have miracle buddies, you can... Um, shift what's going on for you. There's a whole lot of different tools that I give in the book that are, are people tell me have been very, very helpful to them. And as a matter of fact, I want to tell your audience that I don't have an email list at this time, but if they want to email me, I will actually send them a free ebook called 10 Tips to Change Your Life. Stop living the life oh. you're in and start living the life you want for free. Love what's it. your email address? Well, tell them to send it to Dr. Joan, D-R-J-O-A-N, at MiracleMakersClub.com. I mean, the book, the book has gotten great reviews, and actually for three days, Paris Hilton had the book in her hand and was running around all over Los Angeles. And it was kind of funny. <laughs> because, 
Paris really does need miracles. And in those days, I was like, I swear I was hearing Princess Diana wanting to talk to Paris to to calm her down and, and remind her that of who she really is on the planet, not who she's manifesting. So she was carrying my book for three days. <laughs> That's funny. I, I When you first said that, I... My, uh, this is just me with like that whole celebrity consciousness. I was thinking, now, did that help Dr. Joan or not? <laughs> well, that's kind of funny, but, but you know, when I gave her that book, it was because I knew inside that Paris needed to shift into a miracle for herself. I knew what that was, and it was almost impossible to reach her, but I knew that I was going to meet up with her. So there, that was the entire miracle was manifesting that, giving that book to her, and then watching some shifts that happened in her personal life. It didn't translate into anything except really watching something that I was manifesting, manifest. I, I want to tell you one other thing about miracles and launching miracles. There's, You know, we have miracles every day. Synchronicity, running into you guys, meeting you, you know, running into your best friend at the supermarket when you're thinking that we all have miracles all the time. But when I lost everything, and for people out there who thought, who really want to understand this, what I really wanted at that time was an owner's manual. It was like, okay, God, can you kindly send me down a detailed instruction map on what I'm supposed to do? And that is what I've put in my book, okay? But send me a detailed instruction book. And But as I was meditating, I really got that it's not being a victim, and it's not, in a sense, what the universe or spirit can do for you but it's what you're prepared to give back. And I found myself really starting to step into the giving back part before I even manifested what I wanted. And that's what I want to say to people, that it's we get what we, we, we can step into this miracle mind and the miracle power if we're willing to be of service and to live our vision so that it helps and inspires others. That's what we're really here for, people like us. Oh, and I'm so glad you said that. Mm-hmm. And and so it's important to really get a grasp of what you're here to do and, and and help make that manifest so that when you step into your power, when I started realizing I can do these readings for people, okay, that would transform them, what I found is that almost as if they were waiting for me to help confirm their next steps and, and their their personal journeys, and they were waiting for that. So if I had taken 10 years, they might have been waiting 10 years, you know, for those messages that help shift their world. And so it's important we each really step into our personal power to ma- to, to do these visions and, and get that we're here to be of service with these gifts we've been given. Because I know everyone on this radio show who listens to you is a high vibrational being or wants to be or goes in and out of. But it's, it's what how can we serve with the gifts that we have and make this world a better place and use them to help you heal and you heal. And if you remember at the conference, all I wanted to do, Laura, was help you, like, feel a thousandfold, to be the of ten, you know, <laughs> for each of us when we're not in that perfect moment, if we could be the best we can. And that's my gift. That's what I do. Everyone has mm. their own gift. And my work is about helping each person get to that gift. Release yes. it. So. No matter what it looks like, we can still hold that vibration. We can still keep the world around us a beautiful place. Yep, absolutely, no matter what's happening around us. Maybe, you know, touch upon, 
this natural quality that we have and, you know, maybe a little bit about how this is sabotaged through different programmings and things and the best way we can prepare because we're only one month away from the end of 2012. Um, so just tell us a little bit about, you know, getting in touch with this natural force versus all these things that have tried to sabotage it. Very, very interesting. I, I, I've been doing these workshops and I do this this meditation that gets you really, really to the core. But if you look at it this way, okay, draw, if you drew a circle on a piece of paper and you write down Laura in the center or I write down Joan or Mark, you know, and then you write down and around that circle everything, every bad negative feeling that you have about yourself, okay? And you look at that. And then you start to look at every bad negative thing that everyone else has said about you. In fact, I don't want anyone to do this. But if you feel the energy of that that's so intense, we all walk around with a shell that has what everyone else has said about us. Not only what everyone else has said, but what we feel about ourselves and what they felt and what our parents felt about us and what's going on on this dimension, the other dimensions, past lives, the future lives. I, I did reading a few weeks ago for an Oriental, a, a Korean young kid. He's like 21, and he just shifted his major from music to um, counting, right? Of course, I wanted to tell him to go back to be a musician, but we're doing this mm-hmm. reading, and suddenly I see this veil out of the corner of my eye, and seeing kind of the other realms is, is kind of happening a lot more for me now, but this was really new. I saw these curtains almost, and they shifted. And suddenly I saw these ancient Asian um, oriental men. They were all men, old men, long braided hair, a little hat, you know, a beard. You can get the picture, what I'm talking about, those pigtail braids. And they were, like, stroking their beards, and they were walking around this dark this room on the other side of this curtain, talking to each other and going, number one son, he understands now. Number one son, he's following the right path now. And And... You know, the other one, it was just so interesting to see that it's even our ancestral opinions on ourselves that make it, that really impact us. And yes, you're right, it's our teaching, it's our society, everything in this planet we live on is here to stamp out individuality. But we all have inside of us this place where we can wake up, where we can grow stronger, where we can start to create our individual thinking. And that is what is going on now. And people are waking up every single day. And one of the tools that I use, and I teach this too, is a pendulum. And you can use a pendulum and to release all negative. I just do it every day now to release every negative feeling and emotion on all levels, past, present, future, any curses, bad thoughts, everything, poor teaching. I just let it all go. And then I notice that good things happen the rest of the day because I'm... I'm not carrying it anymore. Joan, let me let me ask you about this because I know a number of us use pendulums. Um, I'm constantly in sessions, uh, muscle testing, and using my pendulum um, to get direction from from source and everything. Um, but that's that's pretty much the extent of what I've done with the pendulum. So, can you in a little bit of a nutshell, just like sort of planting seeds for myself and others on how to use it to move energy? Well, there's a whole lot of things that I do with that. You can, if you take the pendulum and you want to release negative energy, basically it's going to go counterclockwise. If you're using the the clockwise for a yes and good energy, 
counterclockwise. You ask to keep releasing until it starts turning positive, and then you can start doing affirmations and fill yourself with what you need. That is one way to use it. Another way to use it, Mark, is you can set up a... I do something with people in their vision, but you can do it in real life, too. I call it the Miracle Mastery Switch, and it has a lot of uses. But with the pendulum, if you put a horizontal line under on the on the um you know on the desk and then at 90 degrees you have have a line and so you have from 0 to 10 you can ask that pendulum to show you the vibratory frequency of whatever you're about to do so you know show me the vibratory frequency of being on the dream radio show well that went off the wall when i said i didn't need it. <laughs> 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 but it was okay <laughs> <laughs> what what's the vibrational frequency of what I'm going to do tomorrow? You know, of my car, of my clothes, of my food. So there's a lot of ways to use that pendulum. Oh, this is great. I I'm, and I'm seeing in the chat room a number of other people saying that they use pendulums also. And um, thank you for uh, the clarifying technique and uh, and planting that seed. I've been uh, very interested in. Uh, getting a little more conversation on this one. Well, yes, and I can come up and do some workshops on it. It's really powerful. There's a lot of tools that that can be learned to protect your own energy and raise your vibration. And let me tell you why that's important. In order to manifest miracles or good things in your life, okay, the, the law of attraction says that we put out thoughts and we get back what we put out. Okay, so we go to the restaurant, we order ham and eggs, and you get back ham and eggs. You expect that. But with the law of attraction, when we say, okay, I, I need money to pay my rent, what do you think the universe gives you back? It gives you back a state of, oh, oh goodness, she loves being in that state and needing the rent. We're going to keep her on the edge there, you see? So it's really important when we even put out our affirmations and our vibrations that we are already at a 10 and we're holding that frequency because the level of what we put out is really what comes out to back to us, okay? So our thoughts do manifest our reality, and then our reality manifests it all back to us. Does that make sense? <laughs> yes. Very much. <laughs> so that's really important. So I talk a lot about the human potential and really embracing our highest potential. What are your thoughts about how far we're really capable of going when we don't have all these different controls and sabotaging patterns and global elite agendas, what do you feel our true potential is? I mean, how how vast is this? Well, first of all, I believe in global miracles, okay? I have had this feeling, and you're going to love this, there's a, a story I always tell of how darkness has gone through the galaxy and evil spread through all the galactic world, except down on earth, one enterprising young boy had planted a goodness seed in the water, okay? And this goodness seed started to spread, and it went down the river, and it started to nurture and feed the the flower gardens and the vegetable gardens, and before you know it, the animals are eating this goodness-filled water, and they're starting to, you know, go into the vegetables and the food and the water supply and the air, and before you know it, on earth, people were starting to feel better. 
okay? So there's two realities, or, you know, there's what we read in the news and there's what it looks like is going on. And then understanding that on a galactic scale or in a global or in a universal scale, all of this war, all of this conflict has almost been set up by us to learn how to get to a better, how to love our, our it's just so interesting. It's like in the big picture, why are we at war? What is it keeping us from learning about ourselves and being who we are? And the lesson is really for us to to learn how to begin to communicate and hold the higher vision. If we are holding our neighbor as a perfect ten, I don't care what race or nationality, if every one of us is planting these goodness seeds and holding this consciousness, we can, through the power of our thoughts and affirmations, create a different reality. They've shown this with research on meditation and prayer. And I do it in my workshops. I show how a group can actually change the energy of the person in the front of the room, my volunteer. I'll have a volunteer stand up who's not feeling good, okay? And I'll have the group send them positive love and energy. And you know what? Suddenly this person muscle tests like they're feeling fabulous. They don't even know what happened to them. They're feeling amazing. Wow. <laughs> and and it's it's the group energy. Nothing else has happened, okay? And then I'll take the, a person who feels like they're a 10, and I'll have the group send them the worst thoughts in the world, okay, which we all hate to do, they do it. And this person cannot hold their... They, they, they test weak in their muscle testing, and they feel sick inside. They don't even know what happened. All by the power of what that audience has done without touching my test subject. Oh, and this can happen long distance, too. Right. What can happen long distance? If every person on this phone call began to concentrate on raising their vibration to a higher level, to a 10, and turning what I call their miracle meter on, and learning how to hold that energy and manifesting that in all they do, and, and be of service to each and every person with those gifts that they've come here to share... Okay. We can't change the planet. Even going into 2012, really holding the focus, transformative energy shifts the planet, that the healings occur, that the right outcomes, that, that the divine outcome will be here for all of us. Each of us is going to be in the place where we are supposed to be to manifest that which is our gifts and service on those days, on all days. Now till eternity. Yes. I love it. Yeah, so I love well, this. Thank you. <laughs> so, I'm having fun. <laughs> cool. <laughs> so here's the thing, Dr. Joan. Um, here we are, uh, and everything you're talking about is, you know, in line with um, what we do galactivations with and these energies and looking within and, and, and focusing your energy, and, and we're so much more powerful than we have been led to believe in this and that. But here we are in this society that everywhere we look, we are given not just an invitation, but almost um, a shove into the world of judgment and duality. Um, we have no idea the what the tricksters are doing behind the scenes, the, the full extent of what's going on. And so just from that practical sense of realizing that that's all 
old paradigm. That's not the stuff that's going where I'm going. This is what I say. Um, but talk to us a little bit about your perspective with this. I just, I just love hearing your, the energetic flow of you coming through this conversation, and I'm, I'm excited to hear you share on this. Well, you know, okay, the world outside of us doesn't look so great. There are challenges going on, okay? But, but you know, there used to be a thing in my office. In fact, I learned this at a practice seminar. This is in the 80s when there was a recession going on and everyone is pulling their hair out and, and the recession's happening. There's no money. I don't know. There was no recession in my office. Business was booming, okay? And that was my affirmation. Business is booming. Business is booming. Business is booming. So, but but again... The, the best su- suggestion that I have is that each person works right now with their faith, confidence, to be- and belief to hold that the positive outcome. Talk to connect with their guides, and ask that the most that that each person be allowed to be part of the vision of the new earth, and that the higher vibrations be achieved, and that they work personally to do whatever it takes every day or every moment to keep their vibration at their highest level or to keep their miracle meter to attend and to keep their thoughts positive. It's a personal day-by-day journey. There's there's very little, Mark, that we're going to do, you and I, on the surface in the 3D planet at this second to change it. So let's plant our goodness seeds. Let's plant our miracle seeds. Let's do everything we can on the inner so that it's set on the inner and on the astral and so that because I see that the veil is thinning, okay? You you, you said what can we do for those people who are who are the muggles? You know, I call it the headline, the muggles. Everyone who's not a magical person is a muggle to me. But I, you know, it's the only way I can deal with them. But but the veils <laughs> the veils are thinning right now because of special energy. So that if we hold the intention and the thought that, that their consciousness be raised and we create the environment around them to raise their consciousness, it is getting raised. I see the, the strangest people who I never thought had one, like, new age thought in their mind are suddenly a little bit more esoteric and spiritual these days. There's, it's a little bit more commonplace than it was. And I think we can just keep holding the, the thought of the highest vibration and the, and do what we know best and lead and, and do the service that we came here to do and trust that we'll be in the right place at the right time to give service where we are needed in those times. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's where it's at. Yes. That's for sure. So what are your thoughts about um, changing our agreements, you know, once we come to Earth or just, you know, dealing with past lives and the fact that we're such multidimensional beings? Um, you know, how necessary is it for us to truly get in touch with those depths in order to manifest miracles? Or is this something that any of us can do, um, even if we're not, you know, fully in touch with, you know, just the depths of who we are? I have a cousin who said to me one day, he said, you know, Joan, I'm really lucky. He said, lucky things really happen to me. And, um, and he doesn't have one ounce of a miracle thought in his mind. But he says, I'm really lucky. Good things always happen to me. So you don't have to be, you know, like the, the good things happen to so many people who are really good people who who are expecting good things to happen. So that's one of of what I'm going to suggest right there. But um, 
in the moment, it's really just holding into the concept of what you're here to do, your highest purpose, sharing those gifts, and more. Now, I work a lot with angel energy myself as well. So when I'm working with people, I see their angels. I ask for their angels to help. You know, I, when I've had courtroom situations, I ask for angels in the courtroom. When I have conflict situations, I ask for angels everywhere I go. And you and you consult so much. I mean, you're a business consultant, a personal consultant, a motivational speaker. So I mean, you're you're really. I mean, what I love about what you do is that you're. You're covering all bases. I mean, you're you're reaching all audiences and um, speaking it in a language that, you know, everybody can really understand. That's that's really what I appreciate so much. On top of so many other things, um, what would you say to the most unconscious type of being, just to kind of get the ball rolling with them? If they're well, you know, stuck and struggling and just you know very pessimistic and very closed off and thinks maybe even what you're sharing is a load of, I mean, I guess maybe you wouldn't be able to talk to them, but what would you say to the most stuck person, rigid? When I when I do readings for people and I get stuck people, I get people who come up and it's like, prove to me you're intuitive or prove to me you know the answer. But you know what? It gets to this. Every person, every person has has the potential to look at the reason things are happening or why or what if. What if, like I'll say to people, what if your dreams could come true? Listen, I love Disney. You know, I was brought up on when you wish upon a star, your dreams will come true, and on fairy, you know, on Tinkerbell. Okay? So I just ask people to to talk about if if they could have a miracle or if good things could happen to you or for you, what would it look like? What do you want? You know, people understand it in those basic, if your relationship could be better, what do you want? What would be the outcome? I always look at the outcome of things. What, like, what what would be the best outcome for you? What what is your highest desire? What's the big picture of what's going on here? So that's the best advice that, that I really give, even in dealing with those people who are not. But you have to sometimes ask for divine help. There are things we can't change without divine help. Right. I truly hmm. believe that. That's, that's- that's- that's, well, that's powerful, and I mean, and that is that that is part of the lesson, because you know, I mean, divine help and 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 all of us, you know, all of us being in this together, um, but just to ask when there is need, not to hold back. You're worthy. You're deserving. If there's something that you need, you know, we have a lot of people coming in right now. Um, and I think part of it is just where we are energetically in the year, and then I think part of it is coming into the holiday season, but lots of depressed people. Yes. And um, it, it's just it, 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 it's, it's wild for me to, to see that because I'm just sort of a naturally um, upbeat, you know, happy person, but, but it's, there's, there's a lot of that going on. So, Joan, specific to that, people who – know that they don't want to be depressed, okay? Because if they make it to us, they're they're trying to, to to make a change. But what would your advice be to someone they're obviously conscious of the fact they're depressed, they don't want to be there? What would your advice be specific to that? Oh, my God. Well, boy, have I been in that place. So I know what that feels like. And that's why I started the Miracle Makers Club, because... My, I, you know, all this stuff I'm telling you about vibration is great, but when you're depressed and you have the vibratory rate of like a 
three or two, or you want to die and leave the planet, okay, it's really hard to shift your energy. You can't, you can't just sit there and go, oh my, you know, I want to be a 10, I want to be a 10. No, you have to have a, a concrete plan on how to even get out of the depression. And that's where family and friends, the sitting down with what my kids and I did, where we started to brainstorm. You know, I love collaborating with people and missing pieces. I even, when in my worst of times, I invited a group of people over to my house and I put up a poster board and I said, okay, I need to be reminded of, of the good things about me. So I'm going to ask each of you to tell me one or two really wonderful things about me so I can write them down and I won't forget them. All right, as basic as that even. Because in these times, that's what we have to remember. And we have to remember we have a community. So, for instance, um, my dear friend who lost her job, you know, and and what happened? Well, suddenly there's people who need her to cook for them. You know, suddenly she's delivering meals, and because that's where she's re- that's the thing she loves to do, and and they're willing to pay her for it now. So I say to look beyond our traditional roles and look to where we can interface with this community of people around us. Maybe maybe you know someone lost their job, and they can be this wonderful babysitter for my kids and your kids and we can co-create or cook dinners in new ways and I think that that's what will help many people shifting their own personal energies now is to have others around them help remind them of of their goodness and of their times and, and engaging them in their highest overall visions of themselves. Right, absolutely. What What are your thoughts, though, on, like, the emotional body and anger and how there's all these different forces running through us that are really hard to manage? I mean, some people, you know, really judge emotions and anger. They don't think it's very enlightened. But at the same time, up against everything that we deal with on a daily basis, it's almost impossible not to have these moments. And it seems, you know, we can't deny them. I mean, how? What, what's your viewpoint on how we can handle emotional energy, anger, rage, um, and just forces that uh, might just put us into a behavior that's maybe not the best of who we are and how that affects our flow and miracle-making process? Very interesting. So just just to share that with, with you guys, you know, it's very difficult dealing with some of these human emotions on the planet. My, my tendency is to go outside and just stay by myself until I can work it out. But... In, in essence, it's really, again, under, the way to manage it, again, is to look at the big picture. What is anger? Anger is, is hurt feelings, you know. Rage and, and temper is really hurt feelings underneath, that you're not getting your wishes, you're not getting away. It's even depression is deep sorrow turned against yourself. So, again, in looking what the voices are saying and looking what the energies are saying, but again, you know, the best thing to do is to t- one of the keys for me is when I look at my life as a movie and I'm the main character and I watch how this main character runs around and has chaotic relationships or, you know, chaotic events all designed to distract this young woman down there who's running around in my film. So remember, some of these emotional things that we're going through are all designed to distract us from what we're really here to do on the planet and our work as volunteers and our work is on the higher vibrations. Right. And if mm. you're here, look, 
I hired, you know, I hired my my kids to be a problem for. You know, we chose our families. We chose our our friends, really. We chose our soulmates. We know who they are. All of this was set up by us. We agreed before we came down here. So I had to tell myself, look, Joan, you agreed to lose everything and to go through this and to be destitute for this period of time. You agreed to do this, Joan. Get with the program. Once I realized <laughs> I agreed to do that, I had agreed. It was like, how stupid could I be? But I had agreed. Okay, so I must have known I would have gotten through it, you see. I knew that I would come out the other side. If we could take our challenges and say, okay, I agree to this. I don't like the way it looks right now, but I had a reason for this, and there was a there was a way out. There was a miracle in this. Mm. Okay. Beautiful. It's complete when you got to the other side. What did you learn? And and that is another way I, I use to help myself. Trust me. I use it a lot. <laughs> so, Dr. Jones... <laughs> Your your gift of sharing with people how to become the miracle makers in their life, how to how to live their dreams, um, you must run into what we run into a lot, which is everybody on some level has some self sabotage going on, some self imposed limitation. Um, or something like that, even, uh, you know, on, I mean, on all different levels. So what is, because this has to play a big piece in what you do, what, how do you address that? That's great. I do people, you know what, when I start with my readings, and I'm glad you asked that question, when I do readings um, for people, I always start with their birth path number, which is your month, year, and date. And that birth path number, and some people call it destiny or birth path, really gives you an overview of what you came here to do and what your challenges are this life. So let me give you um, an example. Okay, I did a reading years ago, the very first time I did a reading in public. It was at my sister's Thanksgiving party. And there was a young woman there who was in a wheelchair. And I heard a voice that says, you need to you know, read for her. But it would be too, you know, I couldn't just go up to her and say, I want to do a reading for you. So I instead put up a table and took out all my cards and put up a little sign. Yeah, it was free. And she was the first one to come for the reading, so my intuition was correct. Here she is in a wheelchair. I do her birth path reading, and her her destiny this life was to be independent and free, okay? To be on her own two feet, travel the world, and be totally independent. And here she is in a wheelchair, right? So it gets really intense. I, we look at, and so her challenge is to be independent, even though she's lost the use of her legs. By the way, okay, that's her challenge. This life is to learn that true independence is going to come from using her mind and her other skills. But the most amazing thing happened in this reading. It turned out that she, when she was 14, she was on a motorcycle, and her father, they had an accident, and she hadn't spoken to her father since. She lost the, she became paralyzed from the waist down and she had refused to ever talk to her father again. And I had a vision that what had happened in spirit wasn't at all what happened on the planet. What I saw was that before they came in this life, they agreed that she had to learn these lessons of independence and mobility and freedom on planet Earth. And they agreed that by losing the loss of her legs, by being paralyzed, this was going to be the best way for her to learn that lesson, okay, to be the strongest she could be. And that he loved her so much 
you have to get this. I have chills. He loved her so much. He was willing to gift her that that, and he caused that. He did that. He agreed to be responsible for that accident. Doesn't that turn wow. everything around? Oh my gosh! I was, we were in total tears. What we thought was the reality wasn't, and so again, the challenges are there to make us strong. My, you know, my birth path is is thirty three. I'm supposed to lecture and speak and travel and, and be a leader. But what are my challenges? My challenges are, are are about stepping into that power and accepting them and saying yes to the visions that I'm shown. Or sometimes it's so hard to accept that we have these gifts that we also run away from them. You know, it's not just that we're feeling miserable. Sometimes we run from the gifts because how could we be that powerful light worker as well? So we learn to understand we've been given these gifts. We have challenges and lessons to learn how to be stronger about them. You know? Right. Learn how to manage yeah. them. Yeah. I I I love that that aspect of of I, I just had to jump in here. I just love that aspect of identifying what your gifts are, what you have to share. And and it's just something that, that we all need to take so to heart is like what what has this life given me? What what do I have that no one else has based on the experiences I am the only one, you know, to have had in this life. And and that's where your gifts come from and then to share that freely and things get more joyous and more joyous. And and the hard part I think is for people to hear their own inner voice. To recognize, you know, their own intuition and their own visions, and to be able to have confidence in their own decisions. That's where, like this this um, paradigm on the planet, it's a male planet. You know, there's certain paradigms we're supposed to be in. But the truth is, okay, we could have a far better planet if if people were taught how to be the best that they could be. If they're, People who taught our children were at the highest vibrational level and the clothes we wore were of the highest frequency and the foods we ate. We could change this planet and live on a whole different paradigm. We're trying to put a round peg into a square hole. We almost need to start from scratch. Oh, I love the sound of that. You know, we really do if you really think about it. We're trying to patch up what's here but in truth, you know, where I come from, the planet that I see myself coming from is in harmony. Okay, People live their life sharing their best gifts. You know, if they're a philosopher, they're the best philosopher. They're trained to even go deeper and to, to be who they are. That's the kind of place mm. I want to live in. Yeah, totally. So um, I, I just have some questions about, you know, your thoughts on God and just you know, some of the stories that we've heard or learned, you know, about Jesus creating miracles, and some people are, you know, saying that those stories are lies. I'm not going to interject my thoughts or opinions about it, but what are your thoughts about those kind of miracles, you know, the the alchemical-type miracles, you know, turning one thing into another, uh, lead into gold, water into what you know, just the, the, the things that if somebody were to witness would say, oh, my gosh, you know, that's not even, you know, that's beyond the laws of physics. I mean, are we capable of that in your eyes? Well, it's very interesting. My friend Suzanne Taylor held up a spoon two days ago at the Portal to Ascension Conference. And this was a spoon. It was a big spoon, not a little spoon. Very heavy metal. And she watched a friend of hers 
extend that spoon with his mind right in front of her, okay? So she watched an amazing experience. The, mel- the metal melted by the power of his mind. When I, when I did my miracle research, I started to want to know all about the alchemy of transformation and miracles. And it led me to a lot of books. And one of the things I found out, and I don't know if you know this, but to be a saint on the planet, you have to have performed at least three recognizable miracles. Okay? And during the Middle Ages, just so you know, okay, levitation was so common among the monks in the monasteries that it was no longer considered a, a miracle. Okay. <laughs> not, only that, not only that, but I found out that it was not uncommon for one cup of flour to, to make multiple loaves of bread, that these monks had learned the art of manifestation. So and I had a dream the other night, last week, which was really interesting with my friend Harry, Harry, um, some of you know, and in the dream he said to me, Joan, I was trying to decide, we were trying to decide go to the forest or the water. The only way to escape was water. And in this dream, he said to me, and if you're listening to me this was in the show, it was so powerful. He said, we can walk on water, and we can get go to the other side by walking across the water. And, I, and suddenly, I had this vision that wherever we would place our feet, there would be earth underneath us for as long as we believed it that there would be a little piece of, you know, a little round piece of earth under my feet for as long as I could hold that consciousness and wherever we were stepping there was going to be earth. And it was like he was showing me how he would place that earth underneath it with faith, confidence, and belief. I believe miracles have happened for centuries and, and, I mean, thousands and thousands of years on this planet. And I think that, that the art of manifestation and transformation are totally possible I, I've heard of healings that happen. I know people have had tremendous healings. or renowned people who can change a person's life. No, there's too much happening here on this earth to just be a 3D muggle planet. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and that's it. I when I, when I talk to people who just haven't got um, aren't grounded in hope um, or faith, you know, one of the first things that I remind them is that that they're a miracle, that just the fact that they exist, can think, talk, feel, emote, I mean, everything, that's the miracle. And so from that place on, everything's a miracle. And then it's just fine-tuning how we do it. Yes. Good to remind people. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, this is, and, and that's it. That's exactly it right there. We're not telling people anything that they don't already know. We're just here um, as a reminder of what we already know. But um, I'll tell you, uh, those reminders come in handy, that's for sure. You know, I'd, I'd now, like to but, uh, let me interrupt you for one second, Dr. Dream, and then come back to the question. I'd like to remind everyone on this call to really think about what miracles in your life, what you really want. You know, write it down if you can. Right now while you're thinking about what are the miracles that I want in my life? What are the miracles I want for my family? What are the miracles I want for my country and my planet? You know, what do I want to be a part of? So I want everyone to think about that for a second. <sighs> yeah, this is good because it really does that. 
Dr. Joan. That was perfect. It leads into a great segue to my question. One of the things um, that I realized early on for myself was I I kind of had in my mind what it, what what living the dream was, but I hadn't given myself permission. And for so many people, it even gets in the way of identifying what miracles could even happen, or or you know what what could shift. So um, I'm, I'm sure that there's an aspect of your program that touches on this. Share with us a little bit um, on that important step of you know really the belief, the faith, the giving permission. Well, let's just put it this way, okay? The angels want you to sing your song. Mm. They want you to sing your song. What's it going to take to let yourself sing that song? In other words, how much misery are you willing to, to take to be miserable? You know, a point. Everyone has our point where, we're, where we finally go, all right, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired, and I'm going to shift my life now. You know, now I'm ready. So, and everyone has their own timing for that. But understanding that at some point, most people end up facing their their fears and facing what they're here to do this life. Well, we hope that that happens. It does happen to a lot of people. I see it in the older years, especially women. Women become wiser as they grow older and they start to tune in more to their intuitive mind. You know, uh, I just have to interject something here. I. I mean, I'm Dr. Dream. I I live this moment to moment and everything. And I've got to tell you, Dr. Joan, I mean, my eyes have welled up in this conversation with you. I really, really appreciate how readily available you open yourself to all of us. Wow. That's really interesting. My friend Tricia McCannon, who you know, said that to me today. She said, you have this amazing heart, Joan. And uh, and it's true. I, and you know how you know, by the way, miracles are happening for you? Your heart starts to feel like it's singing. And when your heart sings, okay, then you know you're in the middle of a miracle or, a, or an amazing thing. You know, that's how you know you're going in the right direction. Does this make my heart sing? And I'm honored, really, Dr. Dream. You know what I love about your work, by the way? It is the dream. You know, the, it's our inner work that's the reality, really. And we learn how to, what we dream about is really what we end up manifesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can really relate to all this. I mean, and your story, too, just being destitute, being really in just harm's way, and just the power of the inner work, the power of intention, the power of just knowing myself and just, you know, letting that flow happen. I mean, that's why I'm where I am today. So this is so important. Um, this is such a crucial time. And I, I'm just, I, I, I'm feeling like Dr. Dream. I'm just, I get the goosebumps and lumps in my throat and all that. But I'd like to ask you a little bit more about, you know, miracles. You, you mentioned that there's four different types of miracles. Can you give us um, just a little summary about the four different types of miracles? Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, first of all, there's what I call the mini-miracle, okay? The mini-miracle is 
for instance, you're going to the crowded mall tomorrow, you know, or Christmas Eve and it's packed, and you know that getting a parking spot impossible, and you just visualize and talk to your parking angels, and you get the best parking spot in the house, okay? Those are mini miracles. Mini miracles are you're thinking about a friend, and you run into them in the supermarket, or synchronicities that happen, and God, I have them every single day where I want to meet someone or the right person shows up who has the answer for me, and and those are mini, okay? Then there's a lot of miracles. Now, some people are extremely lucky. They they radiate at a different vibration. They have an air of expectancy. And they're able to really... My sister's one of those people. She can go into a casino, and before you know it, the machines, I swear, they must run over to her. But she always walks out with money. I don't have luck miracles going on for me, okay? We go in the opposite direction. So there's those kinds of miracles where people are lucky. My cousin, lucky. And those aren't so much miracles. They're really a different kind of energy where they and they go into a flow and they manifest what they want. Uh, there's a great guy you might like to talk to called Dr. Lucky who teaches about that. Then there's <laughs> Dr. Lucky. Dr. Lucky, he calls himself and he he gives examples of even all the great inventors, how they get into this trance and they bring the information from the other side down through, to to create and invent here on the planet. Um, the third kind of miracle is, is really what I call crisis miracles, life-altering miracles. And that's where what looks like a crisis, what looks like maybe one of the worst things that could have happened to you, losing a child by a drunk driver, and then you end up dedicating your life to helping prevent drunk driving. Or you, know, you, you had some kind of life-altering event that then becomes the whole basis of how you live life. Um, you know, I had someone on my radio show a few years ago who was, uh, you know, was a, well, he was an Olympic, oh, yeah, well, I know who it was, too. It was, what was his name? Dan, Dan Millman. Amazing story. He was an Olympic athlete, and he had a, I think it was a bicycle accident, an auto accident. He could never perform again. He could never be a gymnast. And he ended up becoming a philosopher and a writer. But I had a man, an up man on my show who lost the use of his legs, and he ended up not only walking after he was told he never would, but he's a renowned international coach now who inspires people beyond their dreams. So that third type of miracle is where we have to look at the big picture, the girl who, who lost her legs, you know, who lost the use of her legs in the wheelchair. That turns out to be a miracle. Okay, She will when she steps into that, realize the miracle of how that changed her life and, and helped help all these other people around her. And so that, too, becomes the miracle. And then the fourth miracle are these miracles where it's like Jesus walked on water or bread, you know, one loaf of bread can be a thousand loaves or we can levitate or we can do what seems like impossible things, pick up a car, to when it's crushing your child, things that just don't seem like they can happen can happen. Mm-hmm. And those are the real miracles that happen, healings that just happen out of nowhere. You know, what could could have caused that? Right. Now, Joan, you mentioned um, when we were setting our intentions uh, before the broadcast that. Um, 
if it was in the flow and the, the timing was right, that um, maybe you'd want to take us on a little uh, journey or give us a little experience. Are you feeling that um, this at 7-Eleven with, um, you know, 15 minutes or so left would be good Okay, you're getting staticky. Is that me? I'm not sure. Let me try again. So I'm wondering if this would be a good time to... We can't hear you. I can't hear you. Can you hear me, Joe? Can you hear me now? That's so weird. Hello? Yeah, can you hear me? You're staticky, which is very interesting. Just when you're asking me <laughs> um, I haven't moved since this show began. Can you hear yeah. me better? We can hear you fine. Okay, well, if you can hear me fine, I don't hear you fine. I don't know if your audience is hearing us fine at this moment because you are staticky to me. Okay. Talk to me again. So, Joan, let me ask. Can you can you hear me now? Yes, but you are staticky, Dr. Dream. Okay, well, let's do this. Take us through a meditation, mm-hmm. and I'll work on the mercury retrograde that hasn't left yet. Take us through a meditation. Okay, good, and I want you to know something. From the moment you made up your mind we were going to do it anyway, the static disappeared. So <laughs> disappeared. So I'm going to invite everyone to just put, sit down, put your feet on the floor, and take a deep breath in. And actually, that's not true. I want everyone to stand up. So I'm standing now also. Stand with your feet apart, your hands by your side. Take a deep breath in. And let it all out. And take a deep breath in. And let it all out. Just relax for a minute. Then I want you to breathe in deeply. And I want you to imagine that the energy is going out through the balls of your feet. Down, down, down all the way down into the center of the And I want you to take another deep breath, and I want you to breathe in and imagine the energy going down into the center, center of the earth. And let go of any emotion, any fear, any anger, any depression, any jealousy, any feeling of unworthiness, just to drop them down through your feet, down into the center of the earth. I want you to keep breathing and place your attention down at the center of the earth. And I want you to look down and see yourself almost detached from your body all the way down into almost like a cave down in there in the center. Down at the center of the earth where a lot of our power is stored right now, a lot of the energy. And we're safe down there. I want you just to keep to feel that. And it's down at the center of the earth that we can connect with those of our brothers and our sisters from around the planet. We can connect from down there to someone who's over in Paris, for example. We can just imagine a line going from us down where we are in the center of the earth up to Paris. Or we can connect with someone down in Egypt at the same time from the center of the earth. Good to connect like this. We can feel our connection. I want you to keep breathing. And as we keep this tunnel, that is now 
becoming a tunnel and becoming larger, connecting us from our center down to the earth. I want you to bring your attention now back up. And I want you to place your right hand on the top of your head, right in the center of your head. And I want you to feel the light energy coming down from the sky down into the center of your head, going down through your body, through the balls of your feet, down to the center of the earth. I want you to feel it as if you're tied to a rope that takes you forward the center of the earth for you. I want you to raise your left hand now and reach it up towards the heavens. And I want you to see yourself as if you're on a rope that goes from the center of the earth all the way up to the heavens. I want you to feel that light energy pouring down around you, creating a tunnel of light, a light tower, a tunnel of light that protects you and circles around you. Three feet, four feet, eight feet, 12 feet wide or even bigger. It goes all the way down into the center of the earth, connecting you to the center of the earth. I want you to imagine as you're going up into the heavens, a grid, the energy of light, the energy of, of miracles, the energy of, if you're looking at electric wire connection. And I want you to feel how this energy just goes out and first absorbs energy from the heavens and then starts to send out beams of light to all those around you, connecting and interconnecting with other energetic fields through the energies up near the heavens. And I want you to take that energy and bring it back down through you, all the way down to the earth you can feel that you are connected one And at the same time, I want you to be down at the center of the earth. And I want you to imagine your friends across the planet and see that the Tower of Light goes from you through their town and their residences. And you create a beam of light that goes all the way out into the heavens. And it connects beams of light from where you are and where I am. We connect within inside the we connect to the outside. We hold this radiance of vibration and we ask that each person who's touched by this energy feels the energy of miracles, of positiveness, the ability to be beyond limitation, to be who they are, to be free from anything that holds them back or impedes their progress upon the planet. We ask that within this spirit we align ourselves to the core of the earth the other beings on this planet with each other. We can raise the vibratory frequency on this planet to hold the energy of beautiful global peace, global awareness that each and every one of us is a sentient being in our own right. We share these thoughts of love and healing with each and every one and we hold the thought. We have the power to have miracles in our life and create miracles upon the planet for every person for each and every person on this planet to step into their power be the miracle maker they are. So it is. <gasps> Love it. Well. Wow. 
Nice. Remember, you are a magnet for miracles. Thank you so much. That was powerful. Thank you. Wow. Oh, I just I, I can't tell you how happy I am because we're we're right here at the full moon. Um <laughs> with the most powerful eclipse just with us getting, you know, in touch with the deep, deep feminine power and energy and I just really appreciate all this and, and you know, how you led us in this meditation. I do have a question, though. We do have some time left. My question relates to the fact that, you know, a lot of people are seeking things. They seek relationships. You know, they want miracles that will bless them with money and, you know, the perfect partner. But, you know, is that really possible if they haven't done the inner work? You know, I mean, how much are people really capable of manifesting miracles if they're really not owning these energies within? Well, you know... If you're radiating at a very low frequency, okay, low-level vibration, anger, depression, moodiness, you know, irritability, you're not going to manifest at the level that you want to. So this is something to take into account. If you don't do the work, you're not going to get the results. What can I say? You know, we all have this miracle. It's like a muscle. You know, I call it the miracle muscle. If we don't use it, we lose it. So really working with, and here's something I tell people to do, okay, in order to raise your belief level, to start keeping track of all of the miracles, the synchronicity, the good things that happen to you. Because if you start keeping track of that, no matter how miserable you are, you will discover even every day, even one little good thing, it might be just that you even have food in the cupboard today, or that I remember... When I was so destitute that finding a postage stamp, getting the money for like a three-day cent stamp, took a couple of days, you know. So, but the miracle was I got the stamp, or the miracle was the day I found, you know, five dollars on the ground. Just to whatever level you're at, that's where the miracles are. And if you attract them, you will attract more. And if you start to surround yourself with positive people and do the work, you can start manifesting better things. Yes, awesome, awesome. It has been such a treat, um, Joan, to have you here with us. Um, What I love about our broadcast is that we, our stated purpose is to to raise consciousness and, and share energy one guest at a time. And um, we have a lot of different energies on this on this broadcast. Uh, last week we had Jordan Maxwell, and and um, you know there's lots of different messages on all different levels. Tonight, based on the planetary everything, based on where we are in 2012 and everything else, you have been the most wonderful guest for us, and I'm just like I'm it. It's exactly what I needed. I have to tell you, I have not felt good all day. I was up till 5 in the morning working on a, a project for a client, and um, it shifted as soon as we started this this broadcast. So um, it is, um, it, it, it's just been a real treat. Now, tell us, um, please share with us about your services, how we can find you, um, you know, what do you do over the phone, what do you do in person, what are you available for, um, 
give us give us the rundown. Okay. You can reach me at 415-717-1385, and I'll repeat that, 415-717-1385. Go to my website, joanhangarder.com or makeyourownmiracle.com, and you can contact me in those ways. The services that I do are varied for each individual person. Some people I just collaborate with and brainstorm with and help them look at the big picture. Some people I do intuitive consulting with. Some people I do psychic readings for. Miracle activation work is really powerful where I help people do their stuck part to get them unstuck. That's always really exciting. I have, And I have so many testimonials. I, I can't believe what people say about my readings. It really brings tears to my eyes. Um, and people tell me miracles happen through their readings. I also do other work. I do hands-on healing. Most of my readings I do by the phone now, but I am in the L.A. area, and I do do hands-on healing as well. And I started my, my work as a chiropractor. Actually, I was a hands-on healer and an energy worker. Before I became a chiropractor, I, I actually discovered that people, their pain went away when I would work on them, and that is what got me to healing. And I do a lot of um, physical energy slash intuitive work as well. And I just love working with people. And I love teaching. I'll go anywhere to teach this work. Well, Joan, I mean, there's no doubt uh, Trisha McCannon, Laura Eisenhower, Dr. Dream, and anyone that's ever come into contact with you appreciates your heart, appreciates the gifts you have to share, and the fact that you don't hold back at all and what a great example you are for all of us and you're out there doing it sharing it being it and so um thank you so very much i know that um i give your uh email address one more time because you said if uh people sent you an email you would send them something yes if you send me an email at dr joan at miraclemakersclub.com just say i love this show <laughs> Something nice, and I'll send you these free tips, 10 tips to change your life right now. And we can start up a conversation if you want. I just want to remind everyone, and by the way, your show is fabulous, both of you. I love you guys. I'm so happy that you're in my world. But I want to remind your audience that can be, they can be planting miracle seeds everywhere they go, everywhere. They can go to the supermarket and just be like planting these miracle goodness seeds everywhere, and we can to become magnets for miracles and shift the planet just by planting these seeds around us. We're all miracles. Oh, that's beautiful. Oh, yes. Oh, this is so incredible. Thank you so, so much for being here. I can't wait to see you again. I can't wait to run into you or just uh, connect. And, I mean, this has just been incredible. What a positive, positive show. Such perfect timing. Um, I just so honor all that you do. And I want to tell the listeners, you you uh, received an award, uh, 2012 Best of Nevada Award for her incredible gifts in astrology and um, being a psychic. So I want to honor you for that as well and all the incredible work you do and your beautiful service to humanity. What an amazing example. Thank you so much for joining us. Wow. I love you guys. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Expect miracles. Thank you, Dr. Joan. Bye, dear. Bye. Bye. Yeah. I have to give a little testimonial here. Um, I saw Dr. Joan at the uh, Conscious Life Expo uh, recently, and uh, she called me over, and I sat there, and she got like, I think she did like three or four different decks and gave me a reading, and it was 
Really good. So if anyone's interested, uh, you know, most definitely reach out to her. And so here we are at that point in the show where we talk um, a little bit about what we've got coming up. Um, the big thing we have coming up is December 10 through 13th at the Star Knowledge Conference in Phoenix. Did you want to say something? Oh, I was just saying 12, 12, 12. And that's right. It's going to be big time. And if you can't join us there, they're already they filled the first resort and they're already filling the second. If you can't be there with us, I think it's $44 total for four days of webcast. And so, um, you know, $11 a day. They've got over 60 speakers. Laura and I are two of those. Um, you know, get on it. Type in Star Knowledge Conference. I think it's star, starknowledgeconference.com. And, um, you know, get the scoop on this. But um, we can all be a part of it. And 12-12-12, and these are um, – this is the time. Um, and then – December 21st, um, we're just finalizing some arrangements. I think we may be at a few different <clears throat> events doing some things, but uh, we'll be announcing that next week. And our guest next week, Laura, who is our guest next week? Our guest is my wonderful friend, uh, Michael Tellinger, just an amazing man, you know, really delving into the roots, uh, you know, humanity's origins, the Anunnaki, sound te advanced technologies, sound technologies, just the, the real energy of this earth. Um, I, 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 I could just go on. It's just incredible. He's just a wealth of knowledge. And, uh, yes, Michael Tellinger, next week, 6 o'clock Pacific time, Tuesday. Really looking forward to it. Perfect. And um, by all means, everyone, I mean, when once this is archived, send it out to people. Send the link to people. Let's share this. Invite people to come to the show each week. Um, you know, this is a big deal. And to be quite honest with all of you, um, this is the launch pad for, you know, we're talking miracles here. We're going to have a nationally syndicated radio program, Laura Eisenhower and Dr. Dream. This is the launch pad. Um, we appreciate the support. But um, invite your friends, pass the links around. Let's really build this up. We love you. We honor you. Enjoy these energies. Embrace them. And we'll see you here next week. Good night, everybody.